0: Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it, as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff.
1: Good morning. I'm Paul Kane, live from the laundry room, Bogart's on assignment. Uh, Glenn's taking the day off, I guess, and... uh, we're, um, we have a great show, a great show today. We're going to be talking on collecting. Some of the um, psychology of collecting, gold and silver, of course. I had a couple of calls this week on the Secret Shopper. They told me to explain a couple of things. Rick's going to call us from uh, Royal Page, and the most expensive Pokemon card, which I just shamelessly put in there so that your grandkids will continue to listen to this show. And how to, not to get duped. We're going to be talking about that, and we're not going to talk about garden gnomes. But before I talk and I say any more, this is the phone-in show, all about stuff. And uh, the phone numbers are, in case you don't have them, now get a piece of, get a pen, get a paper, get a piece of paper. Make sure they both work, because you never know when I'm going to actually say something important or actually informative. So this is informative right now. The phone number to call in is 416-360. Zero seven four six four zero. Now the other number is eight. Out of town, you're out of town. I'm lucky enough to be at the beach or something right now with your radio on. Eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Okay. Now we're going to be talking about like today. That we're going to be talking. Actually, I want you to listen because there are things we want to say today that are going to be important. And because we're going to talk about the psychology of collecting, but this. In case you don't know what to call in about, uh, you can call in about anything um, that you have at home, that you want to know the price of, you want to know how to get rid of it, you want to know where, how to start doing it, you want to know what the process is. But a lot of it is a case of you don't know what to sell, and you don't, it's your collection. You've been collecting it all this time. You know that your uh, Picasso that's on the walls were a couple million, so we don't have to tell you about that. It's the other stuff in your house, the basement, the attic. The garage, the things that you uh, uh, don't always know, you see, and I don't know how many times I hear this. Two things. One, do you sell this? Now, I always say yes, because we sell everything. And that is where, and they'll say, how much is this worth? I didn't know it was worth that kind of money. Okay. Now, we also have the friends of the show we have to mention to start off with here. The Mayflower, which I had some of their ginger beef this week, which is so, so good. Okay, Mayflower Restaurant on Royal York in Etobicoke. And he's a friend of the show. His number, if you're going to call, he doesn't open until 3- 3.30 because he doesn't do lunches, I guess. 416-248-6163. I, my wife doesn't like ginger beef. I mean, she has her own favorite. But the ginger beef I look forward to. I actually save a bit for the next day. So we also have my friends at Southworks Antique Mall. We've got 100 dealers under 35,000 square feet. Air conditioned, and you are all competing for your dollars. There's stuff you don't find about it on the show. You can go there and it's visual. You can say, I got that. Ooh, that's worth $35. I've got that. That's for someone's trying to sell for 260 Southworks Antique Mall, they're in Cambridge. Now, also, our friends of the show is the Cheese Boutique down 45 Ripley, and we're going to be talking to them later on. Um, they have a TV show on cheese. That's how much these guys know. They have a TV show on G's, and we're going to be talking about the grandkids. And uh, yesterday, one of my, um, my, one of my grandkids had a birthday, and it was so nice. You know, the grandkids are special. They're just, uh, all I can say, is they put a smile on my face all day. We're also looking for listener, uh, listeners who can work from, a home and work from a home. So I know we got some calls there. Later on, we'll go about the list of what we're doing. But there's also going to be a segment today about the psychology of collecting. Oh, I have to say this as well. Our new text number. If you want to get a hold of me or send pictures, uh, because we have a spot. Now, we have a spot. We think if anyone's been to my store lately, they say, boy, these guys are crowded. We are crowded. We're going from 1,800 square feet to 13,000 square feet. We have a place. We won't be able to announce it until tomorrow. Um, but your phone number they always going to copy down this number because you don 't know two months from now you might want to get a hold of me six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine All those people with photographic memories don 't have to write it down, but the rest of you listening out there should write down this number okay now because we 're moving and people have been to my shop we 're not taking furniture unless it 's on a special special reason like we 're downsizing the house for the next Least three weeks. And if you're even going to, we're still taking coins, still taking cards, anything you can put in the mail. We're, we have a giant coin auction coming in two weeks. We have a giant comic and card auction coming in two weeks. So we're still taking that. But we can't take furniture right now because the thing about furniture it takes up a lot of room. Okay. There's still a 10,341 Young Street. The phone number there, if you happen to want to visit me or you have a question during the week. Is 905-737-4653. I think we're going to have the same number at the new location, but I don't know for sure. Okay, so right away, I'm going to go to um, Linda in Sunderland. Linda, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm just uh, living the dream, working too hard for too little money. People who know me say I say that all the time. The club <laughs> I want to leave. I don't want to stay in this club making too little money. How can uh, I help you?
2: Well, I have here in front of me, I have two plates. It says um, it's, it's commemorating the coronation okay. of Queen Elizabeth II and Duke of Edinburgh, June 1953, with their picture on it and the crown, and it is
1: 14-karat gold. 14-karat okay, gold, and I'm going to say this for a lot of people. I'm sorry,
2: 22-karat gold.
1: It doesn't matter. It's not coming off the plate. Right. Um, it's um, that they say that, and people think they're buying something that's valuable that way. for the gold, it is not. It cannot be recovered. We right. can recover silver off of silver plating. We can yeah. recover gold off of gold plating, but it's got to be on metal. Now, who made your plate? Uh,
2: just one moment, please.
1: Um, on the other side
2: yeah uh, it says Collingwood, Canada.
1: Okay, now what happens here is a lot of China back then would have been made in England, some was made here. This Collingwood, I believe, is going to be an earthenware rather than a bone china. Uh-huh. So the souvenirware. And back then in 1953, the royalty was a, um, a really big thing, in collecting. Now, I believe there's going to be a little bit of a spurt when I don't want her to pass, but when Queen Elizabeth, as the longest reigning, met, um, longest reigning monarch of the UK, yeah. is, it's going to be important. And I think there'll be some people buying back into the royalty. But the thing is, they have a lot of it out there. That's yeah. the best way to put it. Okay. Yeah. So in, um, Hang on a second. One of the handicaps of being live from the laundry room, I'm right next to the kitchen, and I don't know something's buzzing. I can hear a a noise. (laughs) Yeah, no. When I say live from the laundry room, we actually do it. There's a um, um, washer and a dryer in here. During the pandemic, we did it. We'll probably get to go back to the studios, but I kind of like it here. You know, better sound quality. Well, going back to your question on the royalty stuff, I believe it will, but your plate right now will probably sell for between 5 and $15, okay? Oh, okay. Now, but no, it's still nice. It'll bring back memories. I think there'll be a bit, bit of a resurgence, but I've had a collection of 3,000 royalty pieces brought in. Now, the Victoria uh-huh. or any of the early Georgian stuff is always worth money, and they've been doing it for a long time. People collect it. And the Queen Elizabeth, it's because she's been monarch for so long. There's yeah. pieces out there, and I don't know if they have to pay royal excuse the expression pay royalties for royalty China, but they usually use the images. So a lot of companies are they they want to do it and over here in Canada when they like when she was um, coronated. The yeah. stuff that is worth money is Edward the Eighth stuff that um, he didn't take the throne for very long, or. Uh, earlier stuff that you've got in Georgian and stuff like that, or if it's made by a really good manufacturer where it's very pretty, you know what I mean? Yes. Your plate is nice, but it's, it's not worth a lot. The other thing is uh, the visit 1939 when the King and Queen came over here or Queen Elizabeth came in 1959 for the opening of the seaway. Yeah. So there's things that happened in Canada that when it was a really big event, when she would come for something like that, when the king and queen of England came to Canada, because yes, we're a lot of British ancestry <laughs> here. Yes, I remember. Okay.
2: I remember those
1: days. Well, this is point. You know something. There's nothing wrong. The five or ten dollars. Yeah. it's almost a good learning tool if you've got grandkids or great kids. Just right. teaching about it.
2: You That's know? right. Yeah. Well, that'd be good for my great grandchildren to know. Um, I have, have great grandchildren. <laughs> I have a book here.
0: Yeah,
2: it's called the Williamsburg Art of Cookery. Okay. Um, by, um, it just says Bola, and it's um, nineteen Mm-hmm. Copyright Colonial Williamsburg, Incorporated, in December of the year nineteen thirty-eight.
1: Okay, cookbooks. I have my own theory on cookbooks. I think there shouldn't be called cookbooks. Should, how to disguise your food so your husband will eat it. Um, but cookbooks are always popular. Um, some of the old ones uh, people are still doing, but everything's on the net right now, so they're losing a little bit of popularity. But cookbooks yeah. usually sell between 5 and $20, okay. depending on what, if they haven't been reprinted by 25 million times, okay? Right, right. And you know something about cookbooks? They actually, as much as I have my opinion of them, a lot of people use them.
3: And they're yeah. actually oh, useful. Yes.
1: I yeah. mean you get a book with a coffee table book with pictures in it. You look at the pictures of Muskoka ten times, you're done with you leave it on the coffee table. Oh, that's There's true. People look at. Yeah, cold no, book.
2: this is just all writing of different things. Then I have an, an, another another thing here. It's um what I would call a, a pickle jar, but it's in it's in silver. Um, it has, um, on the side, uh, uh, there's two hooks, uh, one on yep. each side. And on one hook, there is a, um, well, what you would take your pickles out of the jar with. And it has, uh, like, two hands on it. Yeah, yeah. And yep, and, now, and the, the jar cool. is pink. Oh. Now, the now. jar is pink, and it has, it looks like a daisy on it. I could be wrong. It looks like a daisy. It's in yep. white. It's and,
1: called that Yeah, um, Now those there, we just the pickle jars they used to sell them in the seventies, eighties, and, and 90s for They're about a $100, 125 dollars. Now today's market, we just sold for sixty in cranberry. If it's a genuine pink color rather than cranberry, you might get a little bit more money for it. But now it's days of having pickles are done. It's probably going to sit on, on a window sill. And you're going to let the color come through and brighten up your kitchen. Okay? Yeah. Now, but they do, and they also do the five jar um, um, condiment sets. But it's not silver. It'll go, it's going to be generally silver plate. And depending on how ornate it is and who manufactured it, it'll sell, hey, you can probably get, on a pink one, probably $50, 60 The frames sell for about 20 And depending on what color uh, jar you put in it. Because all the jars fitted, okay? The problem is, if you lose the lid, trying to match up the lids can be a problem, okay?
2: Well, yeah, it has... No, it's a silver lid, and it no, has... Silver no, silver plate,
1: silver plate. God, you the yeah. difference. But okay. that's still good, and like you say, that'll be the value on it. And it'll bring back memories. I say, you got great grandkids? Boy, yeah. you've got a lot of fun in front of you there. Thank you very much for the <laughs> I call, know. okay?
2: They're 16 and 22, 23 now. <laughs>
1: Okay. I got mine. They're all under five, and all I could do to smile the whole time is just yes. watching them. Uh, just a joy. Just a yes. joy. It's part of all life. Right? Like I say, yeah. people are important. Stuff is not, even though I'm in the stuff business. Yeah. Thank you very much for the call, Linda. I We're have one more go. question.
2: I have a double bed. It's a brass bed um, shaped like a tuba. And it's from the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds.
1: It was brass. We can still, but well, we can't do anything with furniture now for okay. another six weeks. It'd be okay. something we can put into our consignment store. We are going to have a consignment store that I think is going to help a lot of people. Um, we're, we're we'll be talking a little more about that in other shows that were coming up. But our when we open up, and we hope to open up on September uh, uh, fifteenth. Yeah. And We'll be doing stuff then, so you have to call me a little later. I'm sure, sure I can help you, and I'm going to help yeah. a lot of other people because yeah. they've been waiting for a consignment store to come up. Thanks, right. Linda. I, I was got just other curious. I go an ad. In...
2: Yeah, I was just curious because it's been in the family,
1: you know. Send like me a picture. Here's all where all those you can... years. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Get a piece of paper. Get a pen. Make sure they both work. Send me a picture. Okay. And either my text it to me at six four seven two nine eight 8989, or you can email me a picture. Get one of your kids and grandkids to help you with this one. Uh, mm-hmm. send me a picture of it to, uh, T, the letter T. T, gold, yes. silver, T, like just the letter T. T, global silver. Gold, silver, coins, with an S, at gmail.com. I hope other people copy this down. I will be giving out the numbers later on the show again. Well okay. right now we have to go to an ad we're gonna to go to an ad. We'll be right back to talk to Gail, to Rick, and uh, other calls, and we'll see right after the break.
3: Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-Gold. Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that because when you love what you do as much as Sam does and you're as good at it as Sam is would you serve your family prefab new generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph made with love from scratch call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family run factory
1: Yeah yeah we're back live well, from the laundry room I've turned off that buzzer which is going on go I think I turned it off So what we're doing I want to... If you're getting a new house up in, um, uh, say, southwestern Ontario, and um, you need to have the kitchen done, Sam is one of those people that can do your kitchen and your bathrooms and everything like that. So, and you just got to give him a call. He's a friend of the show, does perfect work. I've never, ever had a complaint, and now that we're spending a little bit more time at home and we have to make sure our homes are... Livable, and how much time do you spend in the kitchen? And when you think about it, every dollar is worth it, especially if you're going to stay there. Okay, we're going to go to Rick. I'm going to give out the phone numbers again because we're going to, we have some other people still waiting, but the numbers here are 416-360-0740 nice. or out of town but we're just talking about Sam is out of town. He's out of the Guelph area. He'll do stuff in Toronto. He's out in that Ontario, southwestern Ontario. 866-740-4740. Now, we're going to go to Rick. Rick, sorry I had to have you waiting there. We're just talking Not about a bomb. I,
4: I just called in recently. It's been a busy morning, and I wanted to give a little bit of time to the show, and we started early, so uh, here, here I am. And, and okay. one of the reasons I started early is just that we are all in such high demand, high demand, because people are getting what it is that we do for them. Uh, and we're not just local, you know, to Toronto. We go wherever somebody needs us. If they call us in Alliston, we're in Alliston. If they call us in Innisfil, we're there. If they need us in Barrie, um, you know, uh, wherever they need us, we're there Mississauga. Uh, we'll even go out to, to Hamilton. We're good to go. Wherever somebody needs us, we're there to help, Paul. Because we do something that virtually no one else can do, and that is, we go in and we take the stress out of selling your home. And the way we do that is when we show up and we do everything. And one of one of the lines I've heard you say, Paul, is when people say, "Well, what do you you do?" Well, what part of we do everything? Don't you see? We do absolutely everything. We we empty out your house. You will take your contents on. For sale, Paul, or you'll put them on consignment, or if they need to be even delivered, I get this, if they want them delivered to a charity, we'll do that for them, too. That's up to them. Usually, if it's something valuable, you'll pay them for it, or you'll get them the best money for it. But we're here to please. We'll get their house decluttered for them, which is as good as a renovation sometimes. And we will expose their property in ways that no one else can, getting them guaranteeing them practically more money every time and we can show the results to anybody that needs to see them all.
1: Mm-hmm. no no i try to say that to people i know this week we've got um one that's a collection of dolls which i'm going to talk about later on the show if mm-hmm. uh, and um we're going to be doing another house in uh, uh it's going to be a lot of work a lot of work but a lot of people yeah. have a hard time letting go And this is where when they decided to get rid of their collection, we know the stress of having a collection for fifty years and letting it just go to a better home. You know, you can't believe you're downsizing. You can't go from uh, your McMansion to uh, uh, to a senior's residence because they don't want to have your, you know, three thousand four hundred and twenty liquor bottles. ain't going to happen. You
4: know, that's right. And, uh, and uh, as you know, Paul, one of the houses that we're, we're going to uh, start doing very soon is that some of the people that live in the house, they're, they're going their separate ways. Uh, so what we need to do sometimes is we 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 adapt to that situation. So if, if a person needs something delivered to this address and then uh, the other person wants something delivered to another address, we accommodate them. We yeah. We do whatever it is that is necessary, and we'll make their house look absolutely as good as we can to make it uh, sale-ready and maximize what they get for it, especially in today's market, Paul, where, you know, we have noticed a bit of a softening. Uh, the market is still hot, so I, I recommend that people still get on board because we don't know what tomorrow to holds. So we can still get the top dollar for it, but it's going to, at this point, it's that much more important to go with us, Paul, because we provide the exposure that they're not going to get using anyone else.
1: Rick, what we're doing here, I, I welcome this, because this is going to separate, the, as the old expression, the wheat from the chaff. Yeah. You're the wheat. You're the good part yeah. about this. And, it's, I mean, the days of selling the house is really super easy. You actually have to work at it a tiny bit. And you have you to, do. like I say, getting them the money, making sure it's the right house for them, making sure their finances are right. And mm-hmm. they've got other questions. And it's like you're not someone who sells ice cream in the morning and does real estate at night. You're a That's right. real estate person. I don't do. I just empty the house. I get mm-hmm. the most money for what you're going to sell. The stuff you're going to donate, I suggest sometimes you can sell it and donate the mm-hmm. money. If you're bound and you want to donate, I'm never against donating to the less privileged in this country. There are some of them. Yeah. We live in a great country, and we have lots of great people out here. Canada is just wonderful. But sometimes mm-hmm. their donations don't go to the right place. Like this when someone true. donates a sterling bowl and they sell it, the donut, the place will sell it for $5.99 and then some picker brings it in and I give them $480 for it. It's much right. better to sell it for 480 okay, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. give the money to the charity or whatever you're going to do. I've never met kids. I've never, As much as kids don't want our stuff, okay, right, they, they right. don't want our stuff. and I hear this all the time. The kids don't want it. They'll mm-hmm. always take cash. I've right. had any kids, I mean, your children, saying, nah, that no, nah, I don't need the cash. They'll always That's take right. cash. So the idea is to turn some of the stuff into cash, and then you mm-hmm. get to just dispose of it however you want to. I think there a show That's on right. earlier on the day. It's um, um, oh, probate alternatives or advice or something like that. I should mm-hmm. know it. Mm-hmm. I was on the right. show. But as we get older, I start forgetting stuff, okay? Right. Because later in the show, we're going to talk about alternative investments if you're going to hand them down to your kids as well. So, Rick, what is your number? I know you're busy today. Now, don't we have a house coming up in Allison as well? Yes,
4: we do, Paul. We have one coming up in the next week or so, followed by another one a little bit later. But uh, we definitely have a really beautiful home coming up, and we're going to offer the details on it uh, next week. Uh, for now, people will need to call me if they want to know more about it. It's a stunning piece of property, and people need to get on it earlier because it won't last. Uh, yeah. If you want to give me a call, my number is 416-258-3972. I can be reached anytime, day or night. Uh, please, I welcome people's calls, and I'm here to give advice to anyone about anything. Yeah.
1: No, no, we're a complete service. Like I tell people, there are 55,000 real estate agents out there. It's like yeah. one of me. There might be 10 people who know kind of what I want or what right. I know. But I go out, how many times do I go to somebody's house sales and someone's selling $4,000 worth of something and they want, oh, they want $37 for that. Right. I, don't even have the, I don't even want to talk them down. But I'm wondering right. what, what, how much they're going to give on to the client You know that should have known it was worth more money. That's so right. That's just me. That's right. That's my little. I'm not ranting as much as I used to. I'm calming right. down over the years.
4: Thanks. Right. Well, for I you. think I think people enjoy your rant, so rant away, please. You're making always a good point.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to make it, but I I have to uh, keep. It's a more blood pressure I have to worry about. But and later on the show we're going to be talking about alternative investments and some of the things that people shouldn't have bought. And I'm not right. I'm not trying to be mad at them because they've already got it. I want to explain the psychology of collecting a tiny bit. Okay. Good. Now we're going to go. Thank you, Rick. You do pleasure, stuff. Kim. Thank you. Thanks. We're going to Gale in Cambridge, or Gal. Gale. Cambridge. Pardon? It's Gale. G-A-L. G-A-L. Okay, you now know that my producer can't spell. But okay, oh, that's all, hey, that's all right.
5: I fully understand. Thank you very much. I'm just wondering, I have coins and I have yeah. jewelry, and I know with the, with the Cambridge Antique Market, is there anyone there, or do you come there that I could bring coins to you? I, I can come and see you in
1: Cambridge. We're out there once a week. No, I'm, okay, I love the Cambridge Antique Market, okay? Mm-hmm. But I can honestly say... Without a doubt, because we do it depends on the quantity. If you've got 25 dollars worth, go there. If you've got more than that, and we actually say, take, give a second opinion, but we pay more. At the end of the show, I'm going to tell you what we pay for 10 to 14, 18 years uh-huh. old. So we'll, we'll tell you what we pay for shop for coins. Yes, mm-hmm. I heard so you Pays more, then we're going to like, this leads to – actually I know we're not supposed to do this right now, but the secret shopper, last week, I went through the story. OK? Now they went. There's a place that everyone knows about. They advertise. They can go to the fourth place. They're Mm -hmm. slick. I brought in twenty five hundred and sixty dollars worth of stuff, and they the most I gave them to was fifteen hundred dollars. Right. All three places I went were owned by the same guy. Was the same fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. Now you got a second opinion from one of their other shops. That's what you would have got. This is stuff that I would have paid. $2,654, 2654 number one. Number two is worth a little around $3,000, so I'm allowed to make some money. I don't want right. to retire on you, but I have to make a little bit of money to keep on paying for my the ads and my show and all this. The point is they were saying, oh, we pay the most. No, they don't. They're lying. They say we're paying 80%. No, they didn't. It was 50%. It might have been 80% of some frit number that I don't know where they came up from, right. but I actually know my stuff. Now, the problem that I have with these guys, they were slick. They had answers to all my questions, except for when I asked them how much per gram they were paying me, okay? And it all came out to some numbers. It was hard to follow. I can only imagine. I know what I'm doing. And these guys here, if some grandmother goes in or some mother desperately needs money or don't like, needs to no, have got I their know. parents' stuff, these guys are not giving them a fair price. If you get a price from these, now, they, they have a thing that they monitor it. They actually ask for your ID before you go, before you sell. That's illegal. I mean, illegal is so wrong anyway, because you don't have to give your ID until you've sold, because they have to worry about people's, if it's stolen.
5: But, well, that's why is, I wanted to call you, because I heard you talking about that last week. And uh, I wanted to call and just know, like, if you come to Cambridge once a week, uh, I don't, I live probably... 10 minutes, I could walk down to the mall or down to the antique mall probably in about 10 or 15 minutes. So I don't live okay. that far from it. So I could bring my coins down and any jewelry if you come and well, i could arrange jewelry a I to you. I have to
1: test. Okay, here's the problem with jewelry. We can, um, portable-wise, I can test some of it. Most of it will be marked. But we don't like, it has to be tested by acid. You can test it on a gun. And I don't like mm-hmm. bringing acid to people's houses because... Only bad things happen with the spills, but we can <laughs> do it under certain circumstances. I'm going to Burlington this week and going to be testing someone's stuff because they can't come to Toronto. And I said, okay, I will go that extra mile. Now, and the coins are easy to do because I can give you, if it's certain stuff, I'll tell you what the numbers are. Numismatically, if you have a 48 silver dollar or 45, 47, I have a 43 silver dollar, a few of them. No, you don't. Know,
5: 1940, 43. 43, 43, 45, them. somewhere around in there. War year. Yeah, forty five.
1: Forty five will be the first year they made soap well, me, dollars after thirty nine. Okay. Yeah, I haven't got out in front of me. I'll have to take a look because no, I know we got other calls here as well. What I want egg. you to do here is please hang on. Give your number to Brandon, the producer. Spell your name right, and I will call you during the week, or you can call me. This is my cell number: six four seven. Copy this down. Yeah. 647 298 8989. Because if you call my store, they don't want to take anything in right now because we're so busy. But sure. I would do this coin step. coins, gum cards, um, comics, the collectible stuff we can do still. I can't do couches today. No, Not I haven't got anything like
5: that. No, that's terrific. I will call yourself. Um I get, okay. the producer doesn't need to take my name. I'll call yourself and I will try to arrange a time to meet with
1: you if that would be if yes. that would be convenient. And you don't have okay, to thank go through it. And you're welcome to get a second opinion. We that's what we if people call my shop, we'll give you the prices over the phone. We will give it to you over the phone because we're proud of our prices. If someone when I say when the second chance offer. If I give you a price and someone pays, wants to pay you more, you ought to sell it to them. And this is where that's a, it's a two-part thing. But we'll try and give you as honest an opinion. We will weigh okay. it in front of you. We mm-hmm. will tell you what everything is, okay?
5: That's great. I appreciate it. Thank
1: you very much. No problem. Bye-bye. Well Now we have to go to the ad. I know we have to go to... Oh, yeah. my One of my favorite sponsors, only because they got great cheese, they have... Um, the Cheese Boutique, 45 Ripley Avenue, down the street from my friend Glenn's um, Glory Day Sports. But the Cheese Boutique, I've been in there, and two things. They give back. They're wonderful people, and I love, I don't mind giving my money to wonderful people. They give back to the community. Wow. And they give back in a meaningful ways. But they, have, they are the best in cheese, in vinegar, in mustards. It's just a real treat. I've never had someone who said they went down to cheese boutique and did not really enjoy the experience. Plus and I just found this out but Glenn's talked about it, is that they deliver once a week up to Muskoka and they deliver down to the wine district in the peninsula. So we all know where the money is right now. But they'll go up there. So if you're out of town, I think it's seventy I don't know what the parameters I shouldn't say. But it's not a lot of money. If you want $75 delivery in the city, they will deliver it to you. If you're not wanting to go out. Because they're down on 45 Ripley Avenue, which is off South Kingsway, just before the, um, the Gardener. Okay? But I can't overemphasize. I'm in there. And every time I'm in there, I see something. You got this? I remember the last time I was in there, they had Tiger Sauce. I've been looking for it for the longest time. All the big box stores don't carry this stuff. If you want really good stuff, cheese, sold to you by people who know what it is and you want good advice, the Cheese Boutique has got to be the place to go in the city. And you just it's, it's almost worth a trip. It's almost like I'm surprised if, if your husband just says, let's go down to the Cheese Boutique, you got a big smile comes on your face and say, let's go. And I think they'll also deliver. And somewhere along here, I have their phone number. Unfortunately... I have too many notes. The cheese Boutique, you can call them up, look them up online, 45 Ripley Avenue. They're a friend of the show and they do a, they're a place where I've never had a complaint. And they got stuff that you're going to say, wow, that's what you're going to say. Thanks. Now, right after this, I think we should go, I think we should go to a break. But before we go to a break, our numbers on the show are 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. Plus, I got to mention that if you miss part of this show, if you want to listen to last week's show like the person was just talking about, people actually do. They go to our podcast, which are on Zoomer Radio. You just go to Zoomer Radio on your computer, and you can listen to our podcast from past shows and see if I'm saying the same story over and over again. Or you'll get some more new information. So right now, Um, we're going back, we'll be back to the phone. So I'm going to talk about alternative investments and in, in collectible, and you can still call and find out what your stuff is worth. We'll be right back.
3: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto gold, silver and coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
0: Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Okay,
1: we're back. Live from the laundry room. And my wife just mentioned you know she just said Southworth Antique Mall or even the Cheese Boutique would be something that you could bring your grandkids down to educate them a tiny bit. I mean you have to keep your grandkids you gotta keep them close to you, but it'd be something for an outing that it's enjoyable. Both of them are free unless you buy something, and but uh, free parking everything along the street there. But I recommend them. You know sometimes we'll. I think over this this flip in history, um, we're going to get reacquainted with our grandkids and kids, and we're going to want to just do stuff, and this is something that if the grandkids you can teach them, depends where your kids are, you can teach them too. And I think you'd enjoy both trips, especially with I mean Southworks, I really enjoy, I and mean, you can tell my enthusiasm for cheap and cheap. But we're going to talk about collecting our phone numbers here, I'm going to say we're going to have is four one six three six zero. 0740-866-740-4740. Now, you know something? I talk about this every so often, but we talk about, like, say, you know, with the dolls. You know, people bought a lot of stuff out of the 80s and 90s, and I get large, good doll collections. Like, what happens here is that uh, a doll would sell, say, uh, a doll, a Kramer, a Kramer and a Reinhold doll, sell it for $400,000. So people start wanting to collect dolls. And they start buying these things, that porcelain doll, uh, one of 3,000 or whatever it's come out, or uh, the Cabbage Patch or some of these other dolls. But I'm saying, and they buy them for $299 because only 5,000 were made worldwide. Well, that doesn't matter if it's only 1,000 collectors. And they, they enjoy them, but as an investment, they're not really good okay now the other thing is like uh there are other dolls like they hear about the barbie doll selling for um three hundred thousand dollars okay so they start going out and buying barbie dolls and it's almost like a a franklin plate or um remember that gretzky card i know i'm jumping around a bit but bruce mcdall and wayne gretzky buy a onus wagner card which is genuinely rare for uh $451,000. Four hundred fifty-one thousand dollars. This happened around nineteen ninety. So people started buying cards. I was during I had a shop during this craze, and we were selling millions of dollars of cards by the case. People were buying them because they wanted to collect them, and people were buying them as an investment. Someone buys fifty cases of score hockey is not buying because they're collecting fifty case lots. They're buying because they're buying as an investment. Okay, so. This is part of, as Gretzky story has a really nice, weird story with it. They bought for 451, and um, 451,000, it sold for a million. It was the first card to sell for over a million dollars, because there was only a, uh Onus Wagner did not like smoking and did not allow, did not want his cards in cigarette packs, so they had to pull it. It really came down to that, okay? Now, this Gretzky card, if as an investment, they bought for 451, they sold it for a million, and it got resold and resold up to about 3.2 million. But what happened was that the um, uh, it ended up being that they bought from Mastro. So, Mastro ended up going to jail because he trimmed the card. If they had held onto that card for 451,000 and tried to sell it today it might not be worth nearly as much money because it's a trimmed or altered card. And Mastro, a lot of people bought this. It. it was a big auction house in the States, Mastro's. They sold a lot of stuff. They had problems with... We, did, we went to a collection recently where a lot of the autographs are not real. They may look real. They sold to rich people. A lot of stuff they said, oh, I'll sell you this because it's uh, um, no one knows about it and its uh, Babe Ruth autograph is $20,000. Well, no one knows about it because it's not, not real. But this is where, if you're going to collect, there are people putting out real money right now for sports collectibles. And um, how do I explain this? Suppose, suppose there's a really expensive hammer out there. Someone sold, bought a uh, hammer, sells for $27,000. Would you go out and start buying hammers and putting them away? No, you wouldn't, okay? But what happens is, they they heard about one card or one doll or one everything, and they start buying the stuff. There are people out there willing to take their money. They put it in a fancy box. They make it look almost like the other one. But the other one where there's only five known copies, the new one, they're making 30000 of it. It's never going to go anywhere, okay? And we try and advise people not to buy this stuff. You have to enjoy, enjoy what you're buying. But if your primary reason for buying some of this new product is that you think it's a good investment, you need someone like myself to help you decide was a good investment. I know you think you're smart, but I've been doing this for 40 years, and you've been doing it for a week, uh, two years or five years, and you're still making mistakes on it. See, I mean, if you're buying something for $50, go ahead, go buy it. I mean, enjoy it. Put it on the wall. Have your story about it. Tell your grandkids. If you're buying something for $500 or $1,000 or $10,000 or $15,000, you need verification, okay? Well, from a third-party authenticator or just from us, just give me advice. Like, sometimes if something's too good to be true, it is. Like, Master went to jail for selling millions of dollars of stuff that was fake, okay? There's another big collection, um, Barry Halpern out in New York. Uh, a half his, half his stuff was fake. But I want... I want you to have it so that if you're buying it now and you want to put it on the wall for 10 years and give it to your grandkids and enjoy it, there's no shame in enjoying it. But you'd like to have some, um, a certain, you want to know that 10 years from now you at least get your money back. Okay? This other gentleman, I think it was the one collection we looked at, it looks like he spent about one and a half million, you might get a hundred thousand back. The other thing is like coins. I say about coins, we hear about the top 10 coins itself that, um, a coin seller for $300,000. People are going to buy them on the, the home shopping network and things like that now <coughs> because the coin's over 400000 They think that these coins, they say it's okay. Say it's um, uh, the Royal Canadian Mint comes out with so many commemoratives, okay? It's like one is uh, the 50 year anniversary of um, Mickey Mouse telling Pluto that he's a vegetarian. Well, the RCM, they'll come out with some kind of coin saying that they're only making 3000 of this and you ought to go buy it, okay? And five years from now, you'll find out this was not a good investment. That's a fictional thing I just said, by the way. So I well, we will help you um, if you're going to buy or if you're going to sell. If you're selling, we'll get you the most money for your items. If you're buying, please, if you're buying, like I say, $10, and $20 items in flea market, don't call me up. You don't need my advice. And after you buy it, if you happen to buy it, this Wagner at the market for $20, it might be real, and it's $500,000, yes, you can use my advice. But if you're going to spend real money on memorabilia or cards, comics, there's no shame in asking for a third party's advice. I will charge you for my advice. But it probably might be the best money you ever spend if something ends up being not real, okay? There are people, as soon as stuff starts going up in price, there are people out there counterfeiting it. Okay, that if you can call me at 905-737-4653, my personal cell number, if you need advice during the week, you can ask me, is 647-298-8989. one of these things you should put on the piece of paper with that pen that works that I told you to have near you, because we're going to be giving you so much information. The best information I'm giving you this whole show is probably my phone number, Okay. So I just want to, if you need things like with the investments, just because something from 1900 is worth $100,000 doesn't mean something from 2020 is ever going to be worth more than the $620 you paid for it. Okay. And probably is going to be worth a lot less. Like, uh, again, back to the Royal Canadian Mint product, uh, people buy for $150 and one year later it's selling for $60. And they say, well, why? Because more people want to sell it than want to buy it. The Mint is, a, is the only place in, in, in government that makes money both ways. Actually makes money and makes money figuratively. Okay? Just give me that little bit of advice. So we're going to go to Vera in Toronto. Vera, how can I help you? Because after oh, you, yes. we're to the gold and silver yes. prices.
6: Well, I'm listening to you for a long time, and I find you very knowledgeable. So uh-huh. I have things baker. Baker. here. Okay. I have one book. Shooting for Glory from Paul Henderson. He shot the goal for Canada and Moscow. Yeah, 72. In 28th, 1972, yeah. And he also signed it, but my husband's name was in it because he was hired from the company when my husband retired for a speaker. So he signed it to Victor with uh, Paul Henderson. So
1: I don't know if this is even sellable or if it's... No, no, it is. People still collect 1972 stuff. Say you had a jersey from 19, one of the players that played on the ice, he's probably worth $100,000 mm-hmm. or 80000 anyway. Henderson's has already been sold. Or if you had a stick or something like that. Now, his autograph, because he's still alive, which I want him to keep on being alive, he's a wonderful human being um, and kind to everybody. But part of the problem is because he's kind to everybody, there's a lot of his autographs. I don't think he's ever refused to give out an autograph, which is a nice thing. He believes... In what happened in 1972, he believes in the fans, and he's just genuinely a nice person. Now, on the other hand, you have some people who will never give autographs, and because they're afraid that you're selling or something, but because they never give autographs, their autographs go up in price. Well, in case I forget, you, Henderson goes for around between twenty and thirty dollars, depending on what book it's on. If it's personalized, it's also nice to give this to someone. And tell them the story you know what i mean it hasn't got i think the only way that we get to teach history because they're not teaching it in school is to teach it to our kids or grandkids or the neighbor's kids sometimes we got to step up and tell people about history or else what's the old story if you don't adhere you don't listen to history it'll just keep on repeating itself mm-hmm. but this is. i want people to uh go out there and you've got things in the home you can sell them, and I want you to put the – it's better if they have a story behind them, so you should be putting the story, like a little slip of paper, to how you got this autograph in there. It doesn't have to be authenticated because his autograph is pretty easy to do, is to authenticate, but it's only worth $20. If, it, if his autograph was worth, <clears throat> excuse me, $2,000, you'd want to get it authenticated before you – um lose sight you know like you put into a drawer and somebody throws it away or something Mm -hmm. but on um i really believe in us teaching our history and the only places we've been around we've done it we've seen it we've touched it we know what we're doing with the history and it'll come out a little bit more genuine if we pass it down i bet you tell that story i don't know if you have grandkids or you have a neighbor's kids you tell him that story. You tell him about Henderson. You tell him about how special this was. You tell him about how many people in Canada cheered or at least smiled when he scored that goal. Okay. And I think you know what I mean. I'm just thinking about it right now and take me back to where I was that day, and I'm smiling,
3: mm-hmm. thinking
1: about that goal. It was. And nice. I mentioned there's a lot. If yeah. I ask everyone, if I give two seconds for people to think, they're listening right now. When they think about that goal, they're going to smile. They say, Yeah, that was a good feeling. Okay.
6: I have several other things here. I don't know. Well, For what other things? I,
1: yeah.
6: Now, I have, um, uh, I have framed a menu from the Ocean Liner New York from 25th January 1934. Mm-hmm. It's two menus when the ocean liners crossed the ocean, you know? <laughs> uh, with two passengers, and uh, and this is a breakfast menu and a dinner menu in two languages, in English and German. I guess it went to Germany, that was okay. New York. That is, so 25th, 1934. You think somebody's interested to hang it on their wall? Huh?
1: It would be. The thing is, menus are on, um, my wife's um, parents came from Germany, on um, the... Uh, menus are something that they give away and a lot of people keep them as a souvenir again i go back to, to make you smile make sure you remember where you came from actually ship but people menus don't go for that much money unless you have them from the lusitania or a sunk ship like the titanic or something then the money is huge money because a limited amount of menus out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't even know how much I get for everything. It's
6: just that I don't want to give it to anybody, you know, to, to any. um, Well, that's something
1: we take on consignment in our new store in September, when we're coming up, we're actually going to be taking items that are um, visually good, bring back memories or things that will be, I have a certain appreciation for where some other, these new dealers you know they're twenty nine years old. They don't even know what the war was. They don't even know what the ships were. That's you know what, what I mean? It, that, that's right.
6: That's why I'm calling you.
1: Yeah, my uh, son has never known what a rotary t- dial telephone is. He mm-hmm. barely knows what a stamp is, and I know his grandkids aren't going to know at all. Okay, mm-hmm. anyone's grandkids out there are not going to know what stamps are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean it's hard enough now to sell clocks. He said, "Why do we need a clock? I got my phone." But, um. Give us a call after September, it'll be at 905-737, we'll give it a number of times in the show, 905-737-4653, I can't pick it up because we are swamped right now, and I want my no, staff no, it's to it's stay okay. with me, yeah. okay? There is, there is something else, yep. do you have the time? I know it's almost time. Right? Oh no, no, I got you, you got to call me back next week because I have to do the gold and silver. Thank you. I'm not trying to cut you off, but I do. Gold and silver is what people listen for every week here. Thank you very much, Vera. You can give my producer your number, and um, I would call you after the show or tomorrow. So we have to go into gold and silver. Gold and silver prices, because this week I talked earlier on about um, my secret shopping thing. I want you to know these prices. You're not using today. you using tomorrow. I want you to get a pen. I want you to get paper. I want you to have one of those little scales that you can go get from uh, home hardware where it's not legal, but at least you'll have an idea of what it's. I like it. 10 grams of berries weighs the exact same as 10 grams of gold, okay? So when you use these scales, they're going to help you. They're not, ours goes down to two or three decimal places and we can help you with that. But I want you to know, even if you don't go to me, if you go somewhere else, I want you to be informed. I don't want people getting ripped off. And everyone says, why do I keep on talking about gold and silver? Because 90% of the households out there have them. one of every three collections of costume jewelry that comes into my store has gold and silver in it. These people don't know it's there. So I know that when they donate to some of these stores or... Um, Sally Ann, which I don't mind donating selling, they don't know the gold and silver is in there. Because when they bring it into the store, they're surprised. They "You got fifteen hundred dollars worth here. <laughs> and they think I'm either crazy for buying costume jewelry that expensive. But then I tell them about the gold or silver. One of every three from knowledgeable, lucid people that come into my store, and it's like that. They do not know the gold is there. So 10 karat gold. I want you to write this down because we I run out of time. 10 karat gold is twenty five seventy two per gram. That means if you have 10 grams of it, it's $257.20. Okay? So if you have um, 14 karat gold is 36 dollars um, then we have um, 18 karat gold is 46 thirty and silver dollars are sixteen forty seven per each one. So you have a hundred silver dollars. Or you have a hundred dollars worth of quarters that are pre-1967. We're giving you sixteen hundred and forty seven dollars for them. Okay? Now sterling is 78 cents per gram. Now you don't think about us a lot but Uh, a coffee pot will weigh 300 grams. Or 400 grams. A train might weigh 2,000 grams. Okay, that's $1,600. 800 silver, we're paying 68 cents a gram. I know you're not, you're gonna say, I wish I had my paper and pen ready, really close, so I could write this down. We're also buying silver plate. I don't care what it looks like, we're crushing it. If it has initials on, if it's rusted, and it won't be rusted until silver plate. We want, that's an old coffee set, tea set, things you were giving us as, as a wedding present. Okay? So I want you to just think about this. You can call my store, 905-737-4653. We're 10,000, 341 Young Street. But Before you come up, you've got to call and make an appointment or talk to someone because we're not doing a lot of stuff until September. I want you to buy local. You know this. Don't buy from Amazon. I want you to buy local. Take an extra 10 seconds. I want you to wear a mask still and be kind to somebody today. People are important. Stuff is not. Thank you for letting us
0: in your home. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.